Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that knows that slayers might die, but turtlenecks never will. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. I lost it, like, so many times this episode, and yeah, so many times. So this is season six, episode one, Bargaining Part One, original air date, October 2nd, 2001. We are into the new season, and with it comes the raft of new and exciting fashion trends. Like, a lot is happening. A lot is happening. Man, that summer of 2001, they were like, oh, oh, last year with our, our fashion belts and our hoop earrings, get rid of those. Now it's time for feathered hair, ridiculous necks on our coat, our sweaters. It's like they thought to themselves, these tiny belts aren't doing much of anything. What if we had like a really, really huge belt? What would that look like? Well, listeners, you're going to find out today. I've started my season six notes. Oh, Microsoft God, I forgot Word about that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's very exciting oh, stuff. Jesus. <laughs> yes, we are back from last episode. We survived. Hopefully you did as well. How long was it? That's what I want to know. Over two hours. That's <laughs> yeah, for damn sure. That's good. That's really reasonable. That's a reasonable length of time. Totally reasonable. Seems reasonable. All right. So last season, Buffy died. Other things happened. Here we are. Season six. Spike is chasing a vampire through a graveyard. It's dark as hell. It's very classic Buffy japes. Mm-hmm. Except that Spike is the one doing the japes. Right. And then is followed sort of closely by Tara and Giles. Man, Tara's hella fly red leather coat? Yeah. Jeez, that's a good vampire killing coat. Yeah, she knows what's up. She knows that leather is where it's at if you want to kill vampires. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this whole sequence, you know, they're all working together. They're trying to survive without the Slayer. And Spike is just a good guy now. Yeah. Just 100%. Yeah. He's a good guy now. And I didn't really question it. I mean, clearly I did briefly because I'm thinking about it. Got my thinking face on yeah. because, yeah, wow, he's he really is just a good guy now. And is it... When did that happen? Is it guilt-based? No. Well, if we want to look at the text and see where it happened there, it's because Buffy treated him like a person. Yes. And that was really what motivated to, him to be better? He's still a demon. He literally has no soul. He's evil. (laughs) Yeah, that's, he's a vampire with no soul. And it's made very clear about this distinction between... Soul having and not soul having. It's not like a gray area, generally. And yeah, he can't hurt people because of the chip in his head, but it's a little confusing. Yeah, because now he's a good guy, but he's also a jerk, right? Like, But he's a funny jerk again. Exactly. Yeah. The creepiness is just whoop. Oh, it's gone. gone. Thank goodness. We are not missing that. Oh, boy. I mean, I guess we we can talk about this more later. But for now, uh, Spike's just part of the team. Hell yeah. Killing vampires. Willow has some sweet telepathic powers that she gets into uh, Zanya's head with. Yeah. Yeah. She did do this in the previous episode, Mm -hmm. I guess, in season five at the end, where she... Told Spike to run up. To get to the top of the tower, because... Don was in some trubs. Trub-a-dub-dubs. And, of course, as we come into our uh, graveyard scene, we've got a couple pictures to go through. So Never Die is classic. This is Anya very darkly wearing a turtlenecked knit wool sweater. Yeah, we both have a very similar picture for this. I've called mine seriously, though. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I just was like, but it never, never is going never. to die. No. And... In the pictures that we have, you can't see it, but this is sort of a midriffy bearing <laughs> turtleneck. Like, it's pretty high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get some midriffs happening, I think. Mm, early yeah. 2000s. But yeah, she's in the graveyard. I guess this is appropriate graveyard wear. And hey, if you're fighting vampires, you want to protect that neck, protect right? Protect the neck. Protect the neck. Protect the neck. <laughs> it's hard to say. Protect the neck. Just... I guess we just say protect. Yeah. Yeah, protect the neck. Okay, and then as they are fighting vampires, Buffy shows up. <gasps> she what? He's a 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 what? He was what? She what? He's a music man. Yeah, ah! there you go. <laughs> wait a minute, Michaela. 
Wasn't she dead? It's so clearly a robot. Like, I just... They they do not try to play it off for very no. long as if it is Buffy being back. Obviously, they wouldn't. The characters have no purpose in doing this. They very quickly acknowledge that it's Buffy Bot. <laughs> Especially when Buffy Bot kills the vampire and has her delightful quip. Oh, that'll put Mars Pan your pie plate buster? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're just like, oh boy, well, it's clearly still the robot. Oh, it's good. Yeah. The Before this started on UPN, because this is obviously the first season that's mm-hmm. actually on UPN, they had giant billboards that said Buffy's back. And, like, I remember having a, I guess a page from a magazine that I had cut oh. out that said Buffy lives on it that was taped up in my room. Wow. <laughs> so they were making no secret of the fact that Buffy was going to come back. 2001. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like so 11. You're, yeah, you're a tween. Yeah. Mm. Got those, oh, the things I had. Let's do this, listeners. Let's talk about the things I had taped in my room. Oh, is that a giant poster of Legolas? Oh, I think it is. My cousin had the same one. (laughs) He's a popular one. Yeah, Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Yep. I had a lot of pictures of the members of Good Charlotte. Simple plan. (laughs) I don't recognize those things. Okay. You know who Good Charlotte and Simple Plan are. I might recognize some of their this songs. This is the anthem. <laughs> Throw all your hands up. No. <laughs> those are not They're bands? the exact words, listeners. If, for those of you who were fans of Good Charlotte, something like that. Yeah, those are bands. bands. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. That's true to, true to form. That's simple plan. Wow, you're really... <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Lay it on me. Legolas. Legolas is, Legolas is, is a lot worse house. than... <laughs> If we had not been in the same room. Uh, Just the blank look on your face. God damn. Like, I really feel that you are underestimating the number of Good Charlotte and Simple Plan pictures. I'm not saying that they were not popular. I'm not saying that they were not attractive. I just don't know who they are. Sure. They just were guys that wore a lot of eyeliner. Ah. Pop punk bands. Oh boy. Yeah. You're in danger. So many pop punk bands. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> vampires are successfully slain. Spike lights one of them on fire. Buffybot stakes the other one. Buffybot's wearing a lot of leather. So much leather. They're like, you know what would make this more realistic? If she was dressed exactly like Faith. Yeah. Remember when leather was evil, guys? Right? It's not. It is so <laughs> it hasn't not been anymore. forever, but it, it used was. used to be so evil, though. Yeah, it used to be hella evil. So we got our new credit sequence. And the thing I am most excited for in Uh this is the shot of Dawn in a blue football helmet on the back of what I initially took to be Spike's scooter. (laughs) And you were like, what japes are these that will come to be? Yeah. Turns out it's a loud bicycle and not actually a scooter, but sure. And the fact that Giles is not in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. He's special guest star Anthony Stewart. For this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's off to merry old England. <laughs> he is. We're not get quite there, there no. yet. Yeah. First, uh, Willow can't find her clogs. She's really pissed about this whole clogs thing. She's like, it's an important day. I need my clogs. God, why do all of my shirts have to have stupid things on them? Do you, oh, have you called this Willow Prime? Oh, yes, I have. Right. Yeah. So she's hunting around. Willow and Tara are now living in the Summers residence. It's interesting, until literally watching this episode, uh-huh. I had just never put together the fact that they live in Joyce's room. Yeah. And, like, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, but it also but makes me so feel really gross. it's weird. Yeah. And so when I, I they woke up and they were, they're in the room and they're in the bed or whatever's happening, they're getting dressed. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is... Joyce's room. They live in Joyce's room. How have I never picked up on this before? And I shouldn't be creeped out because it's just a room, but ew. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I assume you've called this Willow Prime because her shirt has an 11 on it? It does. Yeah. And I'm uncovering what I would call a conspiracy here. Oh, no. Because my next picture, which is not too far in the future, is Xander Prime. (laughs) You 
Yeah. Xander is wearing a 13 in comparison to Willow's 11. So this is actually in the wiki. There's something about this. Interesting. Okay, let's do it right now. Yeah. So Willow's wearing the 11 shirt and then Xander has a 13 shirt. Dawn is later wearing a 7 shirt. What? Did you? I have a picture of it. We'll get there. And apparently they got tons of letters from fans saying yeah. like, what does it all mean? What's with the prime numbers? And Marty Noxon was like, oh, that's a... Uh, that's a coincidence, guys. What? <laughs> so, yeah. Conspiracy busted. No. Just the wardrobe department was, like, into numbers that day. No, like, of course they're going to deny no, it. Okay, it's okay, a conspiracy. Right. They can't is... let people know. So, conspiracy theories start. Okay, so what do you... Numerology. 11 plus oh, no. 13 plus 7 is 31. Oh, let's not do this. 3 plus 1 is 4. <laughs> this is the sixth season. 6 minus 4 is Two. There are two Slayers. No, there's only one now. But there will be two. In the second episode, two's confluences. <laughs> I'm just glad that you didn't try to take this in some sort of wacky 9-11 prediction. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good. So, I mean, this went a lot better than I was anticipating. Yeah. Because let's think, we'll, we'll get to this in a second as well, or later when Giles leaves, because they just go to the airport with him and say goodbye to him at the gate. Mm. And you think to yourself, that seems a little weird. And then you realize this came out October 2nd, 2011. Wow. Yes. So, it was obviously made before 2001. Then. Sorry, yeah. 2001. I don't know what I'm saying. So, but like, it was obviously made before... Yeah. But there are different rules at airports. My experience with airports is much less friendly than this one. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's sort of a strange transition phase where uh -huh. when they made this episode, you could do that. And then when the episode aired, I'm not sure that you could. No. Yeah. So that's, that's a, it's a weird sort of thing, you know? Interesting. Okay. So as we have Willow hunting for her clogs, which is... <laughs> Are clogs ever not wooden shoes? She wants her, her wooden shoes. You can wear clogs as shoes. Do you own clogs? Is it a normal thing for people to own wooden shoes? I'm not sure that it is now. Was it in 2001? Maybe. 17 years has not changed the fact that wood is not very comfortable. Fashion is not supposed to be comfortable. They're not fashion forward. <laughs> They're clogs. They're wooden shoes. You... All this time, and you still don't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as we're finding Xander coming in with his prime shirt, he's got the box of tools to uh, fix up the household in general. And the Buffy bot. And the Buffy bot, right. Soldering iron and wire. Oh, I just realized I also have a 11 shirt. Right. But mine is called Y-Brows. Because they have taken Willow's eyebrows... And they have done something to them. Not that she had like gigantic eyebrows before, mm -hmm. but they're just you can so see where they early two thousands when everyone was like, you know what, we shouldn't have eyebrows. eyebrows. So and everyone's eyebrows are pretty thin. Wow. Buffy's gonna have some pretty thin eyebrows. Oh, poor Willow. Tara seems to have gotten away pretty. Pretty good on this whole eyebrow thing. I don't know how she managed it. She just fades into the background, you know? <laughs> so sad. She can sort through the the leftovers in the wardrobe department. No numbers for her. No numbers for her. Yeah. She finds whatever makeup she can oh. and applies it. <laughs> so sad. All I right. don't want her to be the Anne, but she is. Yeah. Isn't she? Oh. Just fades right into the foreground somehow. Somehow she does. <laughs> Well, there's a brief phone call that happens here. Uh, Anya calls Xander via Willow. Right. Through the Summer's house phone. Well, no one has cell phones No one still. has cell phones. So they, this is the only way for Anya to call Xander. And we're going to come into our first segment. Ooh. Accidental innuendo. Oh, no. This is supposed to be a bawdy 1970s hospital. Please stick to using innuendo. I'm sorry, sir, but to be honest, I've never really understood the difference between double entendres and the stuff I say. Let me try to explain. If I say, would you like to grasp my rod, that's innuendo. Would you like to wank off my cock, that's not. You see what I mean? So, when... Anya, via Willow, via the phone, right. says to Xander, 
I found the thing for tonight. <laughs> and just thinks, like, it's important for him to know that. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a room full of people that that, should, that information should not have gone to. Dawn's here. Dawn's here. You're saying it too, Willow. I mean, Anya still doesn't really understand these social norms. Right, she's still pretty blunt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just makes for some awkward times. And then, I mean, just previously, Xander has no, come in saying that the thing. man with the tool is yeah. here. Haha, ha, I meant toolbox. Right. Yeah. He's really weird about gender issues. Yeah. These episodes where, like, sure, you're the only dude around here, but does that actually matter? Does it bear no. two comments or more? The whole DEFCON thing. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, if guys were around here, it would They would understand, because this was a manly reference yeah. for men. <laughs> right. Anything military. Whew. Only the men can understand. Tito. Tito, Tito will understand. his friend from work. I think this is the next episode. Yeah, it is. That's really. fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, apparently Hank Summers has finally Whoa, contacted just the Summers name residence. dropping that Hank as if he's a character that we all know and love. <laughs> Don's dad is still alive. calling them alive. Definitely alive. Definitely alive. Yeah. And he thinks that Buffy is definitely alive. So they don't want the robot to answer the phone ever. Right. Because if she does, and then Hank tries to talk to her, and mm. she goes all robot-y on him, he's yeah. probably gonna have some questions. Mm. But, okay, they they say that if Hank figures out that something's up with Buffy, he's gonna come and take Dawn away. What? He's not, <laughs> not gonna no. show up. No. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He will call, like... Child Protective Services on them, though. Right, and then you just better make sure that the robot's doing better job that day. Yeah. No big deal. Pretty much. So, yes, Willow and Tara have adopted Dawn to some extent. Uh, that will definitely not backfire on them at all. As long as no one finds out. Yeah. And again, BuffyBot, super useful for all this. True. Right? Yes. We're just a house full of women living together. One of us is a minor. But look, this person is related to that minor. <laughs> Everything's a-okay. And she's technically not a minor anymore. Nope. She is two or three years out of being a minor. Yep. So she's responsible. So let's send her to... Parent-teacher Parent day! day. <laughs> <gasps> okay, so worst idea, right? Worst idea ever. Like, you don't have to You go. don't have to go! <laughs> it's not mandatory for parents to show up, is it? Definitely not. And I think... Like, if your student is doing well, your child, whatever, sure. if they're a good student, you don't have to go. That's not who the teachers want to see. But remember last year when Dawn almost got sort <laughs> yeah. of kicked out of school? Yeah. Buffy should probably go to this. That's true. Is sending the Buffy bot a good idea? <laughs> Couldn't you just do some sort of wacky glamour and, like, turn Willow into Buffy? Right. I That's Disguise Self. That's, like, a first-level spell. Or, like, a Polyjuice yes. scenario? Yeah. For sure. Oh, wait, they don't have any buffy hair. They, no. Can dig it up? No, Dawn is made of her. Right. There's a whole thing about that last season. Or maybe they got like a whole old hairbrush around right, or yeah. something. I'm sure they can find Spike. some buffy doll. Spice script has <laughs> one of those lying around. You're not wrong. That's pretty gross. Yeah, he's got a lot of old buffy shirts and stuff too. There might be hairs clinging to those. Ugh. Yep, you definitely need to wash those. Oh, boy. Let's bring all this up. Yep. Okay, so... Parent-teacher day goes better than expected, Wacky though. japes, though. It is such wacky fun. The japes You gotta love this Buffy bot where she's just... Just making true statements. True statements. Everyone's like, she makes a good point. Oh, <laughs> uh, when all the parents start to come around and be like, Yeah, why are the kids taking their own lunch? What's wrong with the cafeteria food? It is, it makes sense though. It's just that thing of people hear what they want to hear and they make it kind of fit into the narrative of what they were already thinking. Well, Spike sums it up pretty perfectly when he <laughs> says that she's a cog yeah. and the school system loves cogs. Yeah. They want people to just fit in, say bare minimum facts yeah. and not cause a fuss. School is for learning. Exactly. <laughs> but it's also for fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Spike starts to go on his whole like... <laughs> School's just to, supposed to make you an automata or whatever. Oh, man. Was young Michaela in danger from that? <laughs> no. Young no. David, re like, definitely resonated with that message. No. See, young Michaela would have been like, man, that Spike's so cool. He hates authority. <laughs> That's so neat. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, of course, you were being hassled by the popo every day, right? Right, for the trubs I was getting in. Yeah. All of my pipe bombs. I don't know. Staying out late. You think, wait, do you think <laughs> troublesome youths are, are arsonists? I'm pretty sure that we had some sort of pipe bomb lockdown at my high school. All right. We were like stuck in our classroom for hours. It was the worst. Man, apparently I come from a place of more privilege. Oh, yo. And our teacher didn't know how to lock the door. So instead he stood by the door with a chair like raised ready to strike someone if they were to come through the door. That's a good call. Yeah, so in retrospect, that probably should have been kind of scary. It was more funny than anything. I'm sure he did not find it very funny at all. No, probably not. No. But, I mean, that wasn't the only bomb threat we ever had. Wow. What kind of crazy school did you go to? No bomb threat. Did people get knifed in the parking lot? Uh, before my time. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that happened too. Yeah. At least once. While I was there anyways. Nah, just... Just when my older sibling was there. Mm. Yeah. School. Such wacky fun, isn't it? <laughs> All right. So Anya wants the store, but Giles is not leaving the store. He's been saying for months that he's going to leave the store, but he hasn't left the store to Anya yet. It's troublesome. It for, is. for her, anyways, because she doesn't want Giles to leave. She does kind of care about Giles. Yeah. But he's made this promise. Yeah. He's said, hey, Anya, the store's yours. And so she got excited and now she's pissed. There's a lot of things happening in her life that she's excited about and just aren't quite happening yet. Right. Sort of a theme with her. Well, she was patient, but then it took too long. <laughs> the, the, like, they've really figured Anya's dialogue out. They figured a lot of the dialogue out. Yeah. It's, it's a very funny episode for dealing with the fact that Buffy's dead. Yeah. And people being really upset about that. And man, the Buffy bot's just so fucking fun. So funny. God. So much fun, more fun than I thought she would be. She really is. Man, when she's doing that knock-knock joke. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and I got her off this knock-knock joke. Oh, who's there? You know, if you want to be exactly, she'll never be exactly. I know. The only really real Buffy is really Buffy. And she's gone. We want her to be exactly, she'll never be exactly, I know. The only really real Buffy is really Buffy and she's gone who? (laughs) Christ. Yeah, so Anya sees Giles is starting to pack up and like continuing to pack up, right? And he's taking a thing from the store, so she wants it back. But it's his personal property, but she sees it all as her property, really. Well, it's in the store. It's potential profit, right? right? She could sell it to people. Exactly. Yeah, for money, goods, services, exchanges, yeah. So when they have the second best slap fight that this <laughs> yes. this series has ever seen, not the first. Between Anya and Giles, a slap fight not quite as good as between Harmony and Xander. The ultimate slap fight. That was the know. ultimate slap yeah. fight. I mean, that one had slow motion. Does this have slow motion? No, no it does not. It just has Giles making a really good face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, Giles is such a good point. It is his personal yeah, property. it's literally but, his. <laughs> and Anya just refuses to let no. go of it. <laughs> she doesn't want to. But yes, Anya was proposed to. She is technically engaged, but she can't tell anyone. And this is really starting to uh, rustle her feathers or... Can your jimmies also be rustled? Yeah. Is that what happens that's to what, your jimmies? That's what jimmies are for. Okay, they Rustling. get rustled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hers are rustled. Oh, her jimmies are fully rustled. rustled. I, I thought you were going to say that her feathers were... Well, no, feathers are ruffled. 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 Jimmies, jimmies are, are rustled. rustled. There we go. Anyway, her feathers are also ruffled as Segway. we come into feathers. <laughs> My picture of her lovely feathered hair. Which I've called flippy new hair. Oh, fantastic. It is wacky. It is fun. I thought it would stick around for longer. It's really fast. Her, it'll come back. Okay. Well, she, her hair is very much cut into... It's very layered. Oh, it's so layered. There's a lot of layers. When you look at it from the back, there's some... Holy shit, there's like seven layers. Early 2000s, we're gonna layer the shit out of our hair, we're gonna straighten it until (laughs) it's so dry and brittle that the slightest breeze will cause it to shatter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's incredibly feathery. Love it. Absolutely love it. I really like what they've done, though. I think that it's more blonde, or they've... Like, maybe there are more highlights or something. Right. She just looks really shiny. (laughs) In, like, a good way. (laughs) Okay, so we are, like, half an hour deep into this, and we have so much more episodes to go through. So let's let's just start doing things. Spike is babysitting. That's going fine. Uh, A vamp is fighting Buffy Bot, and he hits her with a bottle, and she starts malfunctioning, and that's bad. And he's like, what? The Slayer's a robot, because the entire point 
of having Buffy Bot was for people to not know that the Slayer was dead. This was so inevitable, though. Oh, incredibly. Why is she allowed to patrol she by herself? She should not be allowed to patrol by herself at all. Never. Like, the last time that she got seriously injured, so the episode where she was introduced, obviously, mm-hmm. barely anything happens for her to be taken completely out of commission. Yeah. She gets knocked against a wall. Well, this is not time, a fighting robot. Her head was knocked off. The robot's for other things. Oh, gross. <laughs> it's not for fighting. Don't let it go fight by itself. No, it's really not its primary purpose. No. But wait, okay, so Spike's babysitting Dawn. Buffybot's patrolling alone. Why is no one else with either of these characters? Because they're having their secret splinter group Ooh. meeting. Yes, indeed they are. This is a conspiracy. This is a lovely plot that everyone has schemed up. Yes. Uh, They've got the Urn of Osiris, the last one in existence. It's the last one. We want to be really clear. Final one. There are no more. No more urns. Zero more. Of Osiris. This is the last time this plot point can be used ever. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) The stakes, I mean, they were lowered very quickly, but now they're back up there, you know? They're very high. Now, now no one can come back from the dead if you've got, even if you've got, no, because you can't have urns. That's the whole point. No. Yeah. How are you going to bring back someone from the dead if you don't have an urn? You're not. Well, you're going to do a shitty job of it like Dawn did. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's fine. Uh, That actually gets a shout from Willow, who's like, this isn't like Dawn bringing Mrs. Summers back. Because that's the obvious thing that we're going to think. Didn't we do this exact thing last season? And didn't we make a big deal about how it was a terrible idea that was going to make a freaky zombie Joyce that no one wants to see? But that was different. Joyce died a natural death. Her (gasps) soul went to place. Place. (laughs) Buffy, her soul, because of the manner of her death, went to question mark. Question mark. Maybe the land of all shrimp. Maybe the land where there are no shrimp. Hell. Exactly. To hell. To hell. (laughs) Maybe to hell, maybe to the Melty Lands, maybe to the Troll Lands. It could have gone anywhere. It could have gone anywhere. And so, yeah, the the idea that Willow or that Buffy was killed by these mystical energies. And so it is unclear what happened to her essence, her soul, whatever you want to call it. And Willow is very convinced that Buffy is suffering. Right. This is, this is the main thing. Willow is so intent on doing this because she feels like she has to save Buffy. And where she got that idea... I don't know. Well, when your soul just goes to question mark, like... I guess odds are bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are there more hell dimensions than good dimensions? Potential. 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 I mean, this brings us into our second segment. Ooh. It must be everyone else who's wrong. Am I so out of touch? No. It's the children who are wrong. <laughs> so Willow is doing the Willow thing, right? Yes. Oh boy, she is. Where she's Willow. She knows what to do. She does. And she's going to do it. And she she doesn't care what anyone else thinks. She does not. And she's not going to tell Giles because he definitely would not be on board for this. Bringing someone back from the dead? No. No. She's not going to tell Dawn because... Mm. What if it doesn't work? Right. Pretty bad. I guess same for Spike. Yeah. Yeah. So the people who are allowed to be in on this are Tara, who's not going to question her. Xander, who I guess will question her, but she can convince well he also is very much on the let's make willow the boss train right giving her a sign or a plaque or some nonsense like it was really codified as to who made her the boss xander did yeah Yeah. and so yeah he doesn't have a leg to stand on no from trying to argue with her so she's basically surrounded herself with yes men and said we need to bring Buffy back, and by God, we're going to do it. Is it a really dangerous spell? I don't care. I'm Willow. Exactly. Yep. And nothing ever goes wrong <laughs> nothing for Willow. Nothing ever goes wrong for Willow. No. She is not developing any sort of dependency on this. This is not an abuse of magic. No. This no, is not no. a drug metaphor. It's yeah. fun. It's not all good. yet. Not yet. It might be. No, 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 no. Yes. So, Willow's going to fix Buffy bot. Um... <laughs> Spike does not want anything to do. He wants to be very clear. He doesn't want anything to do with the gross sex stuff that the Buffy bot has. Washboard abs. Washboard uh, abs. Hilarious. Right, because they've tried to get rid of all the sex programming and mm-hmm. there was just so much. So much of it. It's hard to get all of it off, you know? Out? Hmm. Yeah. It's all bad. But right, so at some point in the episode, Spike is blaming himself for Buffy's death. Yeah. Giles is also blaming right. himself. 
There's a lot of people blaming themselves for Buffy's death. But as a result of this, Spike doesn't even want to look at the goddamn robot. No. Which, hey, that person that you really cared about died. And instead of being able to grieve, there's this robot that looks exactly like them that's around all the time that you have to interact with. And she's hilariously naive. Oh, Oh, boy. And I'm not saying that this karma is something Spike deserves for making a Buffy Yeah, maybe you should have thought of that before you built, forced someone else (laughs) to build a sex robot. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Classic Spike. So, no more feathers for Anya, unfortunately. She does have an excellent neck on her sweater, though. And, again, super straight hair. And it is just frazzled, you know? And you can see the layers happening oh, there's here. there's so many layers. There's just so many layers. The problem is, once you put this many layers in your hair, you either have to straighten it or you have to do the flippy thing. Yeah. There, you're sort of, like, she's not, she can't do a ponytail. No. There's just going to be chunks of hair yeah. everywhere. It'll look really weird. It's going to look soups weird. And yeah, Giles is doing training with Buffy Bot and he's sad because, well, he shouldn't be trying to train with Buffy Bot. It's such a weird... It's very weird. ...proxy... For having Buffy back. Because he tries to get all philosophical with the robot. Yeah. And, like, the robot's not going to understand that. Remember your breathing. And she's like, I don't what? require oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, the robot is so fucking harsh. Mm. When, because basically Giles is saying, like, in this whole process of blaming himself, that he, this is how the relationship between a Slayer and a Watcher ends. And, you know, like, maybe he sh- should just go back to England. And the Buffy boss basically like, why haven't you yet? <laughs> and you're like, whoa! Comment on down! This is why Giles shouldn't try to use BuffyBot as a replacement for Buffy to help him grieve. Probably not. It's a bad idea. Alright, so we get introduced to our demon bar. This is the best. With the loud bicycles. I love it. I love everything about these demon bikers. <laughs> it They're is fantastic. Friday the 13th right now. It is. Listeners. Spooky AF. <laughs> Spooky AF. Port Dover. That's what we do here in southern Ontario. Woo! Yeah. So yes, biker bar of demons with their weird skin all pulled back via leather straps and metal hooks and I things. I love the makeup. Oh, yeah. Like they're pretty freaky looking and they've got a lot of piercings happening. Got a lot of piercings. It's a very consistent look, but they are they all look individual. Distinct, yeah. They've got face tattoos going on, they're... but it's not Knights of Byzantium <laughs> level because they're not trying to blend in. No, you see that face tattoo on this crazy demon biker and you're like, man, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot you of know? sense. Yeah. So I've got this picture of hand Ooh, excellent. (laughs) Because, so the vampire that fought Buffy and discovered that she was a robot, fought Buffy, fought, sorry, discovered she was a robot, has gone to the biker bar and is making a lot of noise about how he fought the Slayer and was beating her up. He was kicking her ass. Right, and found out that she was a robot. Right. He's wearing a Hanson shirt. (laughs) Hanson is the group that did Mbop. Mbop. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I did not have any Hanson posters because they all had long hair and that's gross yeah I mean guys if you want to have long hair you do you but that doesn't mean that I have to be attracted to it they were also just so preppy and like squeaky clean they were squeaky clean yeah you wanted something a bit more grungy. They were the Jonas Brothers of the early 2000s. Mm, that's a when, reference that I understand for sure. I don't actually know when I'm the Jonas the Brothers youths. are from. You know Nick Jonas? No, isn't there like a Zile? <laughs> Zane? That's not a Jonas Brother. Is it? No, it's from One Direction. Are those different? <laughs> Zyle, and he's not even from the right thing. <laughs> Old Zyle Jonas. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. <laughs> Zayn Malik is a member of One Direction. Are they brothers? No! They're a British boy band created by Simon Cowell. Is he the angry man? <laughs> yes. Okay. From, from American Idol. Sure. Probably. <laughs> oh man, I hope I'm right about this. I'm fucking looking it up. Who are the Jonas Brothers? Oh, good lord. Okay, so the Jonas Brothers were formed in 2005. This okay. is a fact that I know about them and have always known. Yeah. They are, their members are Joe, Kevin, and Nick. Yeah. So, and the 
One Direction boy band was formed in 2010 or something. That's close. Okay, except the Jonas Brothers are actual brothers, and One Direction is a boy band formed as a result of the X Factor. I'm gonna say something that'll make you really mad. Oh no. The Jonas Brothers are brothers, just like Hanson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what an excellent comparison, David. You're right. It did make me mad. Yeah. Let's back this up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good, good so segue. We've got the Jonas Brothers performing live at the Bronze. Is that what's happening? Yeah. So on Hanson Vampire's shirt, there's right. Hanson is where this came from. Right. But you so, were close. Zyle's talking to the, the huh. demon here and yeah, bragging a lot. Uh, he should not be bragging. He wants to be part of the cool biker gang though. Yeah. So he's just trying to talk shit so that the bikers will take him into their fold, make him a member of their cool club. And this works insofar as he gets to talk to the head demon. Yeah. Razor. Yeah. What a name. What a name. Well, it's backed up pretty well because he has razor claws. Yeah. He's sort of like, not an anti-Wolverine, but if He's Wolverine got five of them, right? Had, yeah. And they, they're on the insides of his hand. Or like coming out of his fingers, maybe? The end of his fingers? Well, isn't that Lady Deadpool? Oh. Deathstrike. Is that what her name is? Is it? I think she's from one of the Wolverine movies. Is yeah. she from like X something? Is she in X2? Yes. Is he fighter? Yeah. I don't know what her name is, but it's very Lady much... Lady Deathstrike, Is yes. that really her name? It That's is. That's a dumb name. Listen, I didn't Jesus. name them. So this guy, this Razor Man, uh-huh. he, uh, what is his actor name? Frank Ross is his actor name. And I mention this only because he's in an episode of Firefly, oh. in which he plays Monty Reynolds. Wait, is that the guy with the beard that shaved off the must that shaved off the beard for, uh, what's her face? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, because it's, uh, what's the episode called? It's the... The one where they... It's not trash. Tra- it's Yeah, it's something... It's, oh, it is has, trash. Right. Because they're trying to get the, yeah, yeah. the relic gun or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So anyways, it's that guy. Wait, okay. His last name's Reynolds? <laughs> Apparently. Is he related to Malcolm Reynolds? Is that how they're supposed to know each other? I think so. I've also just discovered that he's his last name was Reynolds. I mean, that makes some sense why they would know each other but haven't seen each other for a while. Right? Yeah, interesting. So there we go. We just learned some stuff about Firefly. Firefly. Good for us. Another great show. Okay. Uh, right. So it goes well for this the Hanson vampire meeting Razor until Razor cuts his head off. Or it's just, like, of, pulls his head yeah, off. Yeah, he pulls his head off. Right. He gets the information from the vampire, and then he's like, this guy's annoying. Yeah. And pop. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love the tenacity of this vampire, though. He's like, he sure. Tried. <laughs> you know? You know? I, you generally don't take uh, vampires in your biker gang, and sunlight's, like, a bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so problematic. They only can travel at night? Like, what's their plan? What's the vampire's plan? Their plan is to kill him, obviously. Yeah. So. He wants them to... He'll be part of the Night Strike Force. <laughs> the Night Squad. Night Squad. I was gonna call it a Night Squad. God damn it. I wish I was faster. Uh. Alright, the thing that David remembers oh, happens. Oh, here it goes. Don't go near Willow, dear. Young, fawn, doe, creature. So I have a couple notes about this scene. Okay. Uh... First of all, Alison Hannigan had a very difficult time with this scene. Oh. Which is interesting. I mean, I guess she's, she has the deer, she has the knife, and I mean, she knows what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. It probably also doesn't help that originally, after she... They don't, like, show her kill the deer ever. Yeah. But it panned up to a very bloody dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's a lot more... I mean, that's more traumatic for her right. to then, them, they come over and they pour blood all over the dress. I'm just imagining Joss, like, pausing the action for a second. Some guy comes over with a, a bucket yeah, full just of red goo splash. and just splashes yeah. it on her and then action is called. So yeah, Willow kills a, a baby deer and that's good. It's It's not like it was the symbol of innocence or anything that she magically summoned forth only to kill. Man, she's wearing her nice, pretty white... Oh yeah, dress. she is. She looks so cute and innocent. And then, oh look, pretty, it's a deer. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, yeah. we just need some of this deer blood. No big deal. <laughs> the wine of the mother. This magic is super on the up and up. Super on the up oh, and up. Boy, is it on the when up and up. When you need an innocent's blood to do your magic, whew, whew, yeah. you just know it's quality. 
no troubles here. No troubles but yet, at all. In some of the like um, times that they, I guess before before this went into syndication, or maybe after, they showed the episode with the deer scene just not in it in it at all. Like that's how problematic someone found the deer scene to be. And do you really need it? She just shows up and she's got some sort of sketchy fluid that she got from the black market. Right. You don't necessarily need to see her kill the deer. That's true. But it gives a lot more weight to how scary this spell that she's about to do is. Yeah. It's weird that they cut it because there's far less blood than I thought there would be. Yeah. And obviously you can't have like a wide shot of her killing the deer at this point in time. No, no, no. Just effects wise even. So like she puts a hand on the deer and then you see her face as she's, like, struggling with something Ooh. off camera, but it's a close-up. And then maybe you see a knife go across the frame, and that that's about it, really. There's very little detail it's shown. It's very implied. Yes. It's not a leap to figure out what Willow has done. No. But there's no knife going into even, like, a close-up shot of, like, no. what would be, you know, deer skin. Right. There's no, no, none of that. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Anyway, Xander, let's talk about his shirt. Oh, we both, what did you call this, Fabio? (laughs) So, you have correctly identified that Xander is almost button-watching with his damn shirt. Do up your buttons, man! Do up your goddamn buttons, or at least wear an undershirt! Oh, it's just, there's a lot of chest. There's a lot of chest on on display! On display, yeah! And you're just like, oh, that's, mm, shouldn't you have another shirt on under this button-up shirt? We get it, you want to be cool, like Ri-Fi, but... (laughs) This is not how you do it, sir. He's gone very daring with how low his shirt buttons are. It's a deep V, you know? It's incredibly deep. It's a deep deep V. Yeah. Uh, Giles has left a note in the magic box and vanished. He ghosted them hard. Yeah. He was just like, oh, sorry, guys. I'm not going to goodbyes. There's other people. I have other people to see, so we're seeing other people now. Yeah, does he have (laughs) other people to see? Not even. (laughs) We don't know. Not even. But it's all jokes. The Scoobies show up in the airport to wish him a fond goodbye. Right at the gate. Right Just at the gate. right at that gate. Oh, yeah. Tara, they've gotten Giles some going away presents that they picked up very hastily yeah. at a gas station. They're pretty shitty, but the thought is nice. Tara's got the little monster mm. um, pen cap thing. I guess it's a pen cap, yeah. I remember this from my youth. Like, I swear I had one of these exact... Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm I'm having a kind of a flashback, too. She does that grrr of the Mutant Enemy logo, which I think is stripped from the Netflix version, but I'm very familiar with. Or at very least, Netflix never lets you watch long Mm, enough. Yeah. It's it's playing the next episode. Oh, it wants you to just get right on. Yeah, so you never get to see the grrr But it's so nice. And yeah, it's a very sweet scene. And I'm sure we'll never see Giles again. So it's really crushing that he's going away. Yeah, leaving on that jet plane. Yeah. It's a very sweet scene. It is really nice. It's, you know, they sort of have a conversation right after thinking, huh, we're going to do this whole ritual tonight. Maybe we shouldn't have let him get on that plane. And you're like, you think? He's going to be so pissed. Why are you letting him get on the fucking plane? When he lands in England, he calls up and they're like, hey, Buffy's (laughs) here. (laughs) Like, I understand that they don't want to tell Giles. And I understand as well that he essentially just went and did this thing. Sure. And didn't give them very much warning. But, like, there's got to be a lie. Can you reschedule, like, ah. Getting on the plane. Tara's appendix exploded. We need you back at the hospital. Yeah, because you're such a father figure to Tara. Yeah. And she needs you there. Exactly. The yeah, done. There. It's so. They He's going to be real pissed. They have this nice scene where they're all saying goodbye to him and it's very touching, but the whole time you're just like, guys, stop. <laughs> Tell him to not get on the plane. Yeah. Stop him. Yeah. Stop him. They don't stop him. They let him fucking fly away. Okay. And then is this a lot to unpack right now? Yeah. This is a lot. So this is just... What the fuck? <laughs> this is just a very good collective shot of a lot of what was going on. Sort of in the second half of this episode, clothing-wise. Uh-huh. So you captured the top half of Anya's outfit. The blue turtleneck. It's She's... a scoop neck. I yeah, think. I guess it is a scoop neck. And she has just like a blazer on over top of it. Uh, it's a velvety looking yeah. blazer. Uh, she's wearing a zebra skirt. How the fuck did I not notice a zebra skirt? <laughs> yeah, when you had the picture of the 
shirt and you didn't include the zebra skirt i'm just like what's he doing what was i doing willow they've put back in red because god we're just never gonna get fucking sick of that her face looks very good it looks like she really appreciates being dressed in red again at very least they did dress her in this very blood red-esque shirt after she kills the deer and mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that from an imagery perspective Don's, she, almost, she looks all grown up here too yeah she looks like a normal human being just don't dress her in red or orange on oh, the top for the god. love of god it's never gonna stop we we i've given up yeah here here we have dawn in her seven shirts oh my god yeah. yes here we go fucking conspiracy, conspiracy man Conspiracy, like what i really felt like <laughs> michelle trackenberg is probably 16 now right Right. so i mean between one season to the next she looks so much older she looks so much older it's unbelievable but yeah she's a teenager she's growing right and she just like i couldn't even really pinpoint what it was but doesn't she also seem really tall yes (laughs) i looked it up growth spurt she's five seven so she's not unreasonably tall but you've put her around tara willow and anya and then later when she's near buffy Mm. or i guess that's next episode but yeah sarah michelle keller is not a very large person no by design that's the whole point of the show (laughs) but when you put her beside her it's yeah and yes i've we're gonna talk about yeah we're we're not gonna skip over what tara's wearing because she wears this next episode as well it's bananas so she has what looks like jeans on but they're pink they are pink jeans pink jeans yeah i i don't even know like they're not a jean material no like they're pink pants maybe they're corduroy oh velvety-ish yeah Ah, and then she's got this lacy kind of midriff bearing top the barest of midriff yeah and then her coat matches it so precisely and it's sort of like a purple blue purple yeah there's a word I want. Oh, I can't. Blurple. <laughs> you know it wasn't blurple. I thought I should check. Well, listeners, we're going with blurple because I can't think of the word that I actually want. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Glorious. Glorious. Glorious, glorious. So let's do some summoning. Uh, no way this will ever backfire. Blood magic is always soups chill. That's the thing we know it's about it. It's pretty spooky. It's super spooky. Spook ups like what? Yeah, so Willow has to undergo, like, a test. Like a series of tests. Right. To, There's some trials. Yeah, trials to see whether she can bring Buffy back or not. Uh, Which, from one perspective, yeah, there should be many, ser- like, there should be a series of prices to right. pay for this incredibly powerful spell. <laughs> so first, she has to do a terrible thing to a deer. Yeah. <laughs> and now, she's got some arm cuts there's She's a whole scarab under her skin very, very scarab mummy. yeah mummy very scarab skin and then there's a whole snake which oh, uh, why is it always fucking snakes why she pukes it? up a snake at least this time it sort of felt like the scarabs and the snake felt very egyptian yes. and there's sort of an osiris theme happening so i was okay with the snake yeah. it was mostly a real snake it was mostly a real snake yeah no i love it i, I just i'm not actually mad about it i just love harping on the fact that the they go back to snakes never stop so much they go back to snakes way more than i think and snakes yeah oh boy <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> buffy bot is sad about the loud bicycles that are all around uh, her when she called them loud bicycles i was just enchanted <laughs> the demons have shown up on their motorbikes they're just wrecking shit yeah and you're thinking to yourself why do you people live in sunnydale listen housing prices dirt cheap denizens of the espresso pump are not having a good yeah they wreck up the pump and go (laughs) real hard i forgot you called it the pump and go (gasps) but who will save them who will save them buffy bot can't she's bamboozled by all these loud bicycles spinning yeah. around her so it's fast. It's a good thing that earlier in the episode, she made a point of saying that when she is injured, she returns to Willow with some yeah. sort of homing beacon. How does that work? Magic, man. A wizard did it. <laughs> I guess a witch in this case. Morin is not a wizard, so he didn't do no, it. No, a witch did it. I guess it's a magic thing. <laughs> you gotta figure magic and robots don't go together. But I guess that we had an episode about that. Yeah. Where, I mean, it went pretty well. Sure. He infected the whole internet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bringing that up. All right. So, Buffy Bot does get injured. She runs back to Willow. 
Willow's in the middle of some trials right now, and, you know, if she doesn't finish them, the spell won't work, and... It's been going for a while. It has. And then now there's, like, a huge... Beam spooky, of light. Yeah, like, column of energy Marvel-esque. surrounding her. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, things are happening, the snake bit is done. Right. And she just seems like she's channeling something more than anything, and the urn that we made a real big deal about. Okay, what's the last only urn? Be, there's one. This I don't is know it. if you. The one you, urn. Yeah, the show. Did did you get that? Single urn. The only one. one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the loud bicycles plus urn equals smashy. Equals smashy. Yeah. Bye bye urn. Whoopsles. Uh, Anya gets a bit snatched. Tara does some magic to save her. Yes. That's good. The spell was interrupted. Maybe it worked. <laughs> maybe it didn't. People are sort of getting away. Fawn died for nothing, question mark. Question mark. Well, Willow is fully under the impression that the spell did not work. Yeah, it failed. Yeah, because whatever it was she was expecting to feel didn't happen, and it was very clearly interrupted, Mm -hmm. right? So she's, they all think it didn't work for sure. And so from that perspective, sure, they run away, there's bikers, it's spooky, Mm -hmm. From another perspective, what was their plan this whole time? Let's get to that next episode, I guess. We will, because... We've played Dungeons & Dragons. We know that you don't think the plan through the entire way. You think of a plan, it's like 80% correct. Uh Uh-huh. They didn't even bring... mm. They did not bring shovels. Mm -mm. You think of a plan, it's 80% correct. That Mm -hmm. 80% was so hard to do. The shovels, of course someone's brought shovels along. That's natural. Yeah. Of course we would have thought to bring shovels along. I mean, Xander's a construction man. Yeah, he probably brought shovels. He's clearly bringing the shovels. Xander, what's in your backpack right now? Some shovels in there? Handles, mostly. None. No shovels. Zero shoves. Okay, to end the episode. Right, we should finish. But then... Well... Buffy wakes up, (gasps) trapped underground. I guess I already did. She was earlier. You wasted it. Fuck. So she is alive. She's trapped underground. There's an astonishing amount of light down here, but that's just to make sure that we can see anything that's happening. Yeah, buried alive is like one of my top fears. Yeah, so this is not a good time for anyone. I think trapped in caves is mine. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's bad. Because you just, there's no give to them, right? No. Like, if you get a little bit wedged. Oh, I don't like this conversation at all. Yeah, I really hate it. Very uncomfortable. Excellent. Wow. Well, listeners, hope you are too. I don't know. Are we all sharing in this feeling together? It's beautiful. Tell us your greatest fears. (laughs) On the Facebook page. (laughs) Michaela. Did you like this episode? I think they do a really good job of not having Buffy. (laughs) Not having Buffy. Yeah. It doesn't suffer greatly from part one syndrome. No. Which Because they accomplish something that is gonna lead to a bunch of other stuff, but we finish the episode with them having a plan and mostly executing that plan, right? And ending on a cliffhanger? Sure. That's one way to do a two part episode. This could also just be a normal episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, so from what I can tell, these were aired, like, right together. Oh, yeah. So there wasn't really very much of a cliffhanger for anyone. Right. Uh, and everyone was expecting this. Like, yeah. Like, you, you don't go into this expecting Buffy to not come back. Well, they didn't rebrand Faith the Vampire Slayer, did they? Yeah. If they had done that, then... Maybe you'd... Oh, I would have said goodbye to you. Buffy. Damn, Joss, you could have done it. You had the money now, maybe. One episode. Right? <laughs> they did it with Jonathan, essentially. Yeah, except they didn't have the advertising campaign for Jonathan, right? No. Because you would have had to advertise... There was a new network. Faith Lives. Right? It's yeah. like, you're going to a new network and you're going to try to sell people on Faith the Vampire Slayer. Which, hey, I think she could carry that. Don't get yes. me wrong, love me some Eliza. But that's not what people are going to like follow you to the new network for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now we're just back to Buffy, a Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, who won this episode? Hmm. Good question. There was a duck in the background of the willow scene with the deer oh, yeah. that didn't get stabbed. And I was like, good job, you. Yep. Uh, willow, I think Willow did succeed at this very difficult it's spell. It's true, yes. I would chalk one up for Willow. It's unfortunate that she thinks she didn't, but... Uh, I think it's going to be more damaging for her in the long run to know that she did. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But... 
Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's just all bad. Because now she's like, I can bring people back from the dead. I am amazing at magic. Yeah. Well, but for now she wins. Yeah. For now she wins. Excellent. Best outfit from the episode. Okay, so this... There's there's a lot happening in this. A lot to unpack. (laughs) I think I have to pick one of these. Sure. Tara, Tara, Tara. Those pink pants (laughs) are just... They're amazing. And you say she's going to be wearing them for much of next episode. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) The entirety. I don't know how you missed them. Not a lot of people get a chance to change. Because Anya has already changed out of zebra skirt by the end of this episode, but it was difficult to get a picture of it. We'll we'll have it next one. And Dawn is wearing the sweater she's going to be wearing next episode around her waist. So it's all all there. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to these crazy pink (laughs) pants. Excellent. Whatever the fuck color this... I don't even want to call it a twin set because it's a jacket and a shirt. Yeah, but it's not just a twin the set. Same color. They're different materials. Yeah, they've done it once before. Not, oh, they've done it again. They've done it again. All right, Taylor Kingston, our favorite IMDb reviewer, called this episode the one where Buffy comes back. Tigs, 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 tigs. Talk. Okay. It's yeah, yeah. The one where Buffy comes back to life. There you go. You're yeah. very close. This is a great... Oh, it's classic Teeks. I enjoyed this episode so much, but it was a bit strange to see an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with pretty much no Buffy in it. Mm. I don't know if you could tell. With pretty much was in two commas. Damn. <laughs> that's not what commas are for. That's where you got your parentheses <laughs> or maybe your end dashes. There's... No. This, this is just a normal sentence. An episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with pretty much no Buffy in it. Yeah, but he wants it to be like an aside, right? With, <laughs> with pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Could be in, no, no, no. With pretty much is all in between oh, the two comments. Oh, that's true, yeah. The with should not that be should not in, be in Anyways. After Buffy died three months ago, Willow, Xander, Don, Giles, Anya, Tara, and Spike have taken over Buffy's responsibilities. <laughs> Man, if only we had a shorter name for those people that we Scoobies, could use. yeah. Does he, does he use it later? Oh, no. They even trick you in the beginning, making you think that <gasps> Buffy was still alive. But alas, it was Buffybot. Buffybot has taken the role of real Buffy, so no one realizes that she's dead. Especially the demons and vampires of the world. Sunnydale will become a permanent nesting ground for every lowlife near Southern California. Willow and Tara now live with Dawn and take care of her. Spike often babysits as well. And of course, Willow being super witch has hatched a plan to bring Buffy back to life. The end of part one ends with Buffy crawling out of her grave. (laughs) It does not. So, it does not. There's like so much, so much of that was just like not... Context? It was not what happened. Yeah. It was just context for the episode and then no explanation... He hints, right? Hints at like the, the biker bar. For, mm. Yeah, the biker demons coming into Sunnydale. Because they're low lives. Yeah. They're demons. They are. They're nesting t- ground. Nesting. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But none of it's... Mm. Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10. It's an excellent use of subtext by Teeks there. It's not... <laughs> it's not a review. It's not even a it's synopsis. It's not a summary, yeah. It's... I don't know what it is. That's a Teeks right I think there. it's pretty early Teeks because... There's no ra- My Ratings book. Oh, yes. Because what's an 8 out of 10? Uh, great, I think. Maybe, maybe. I think it's great, amazing, nine? and then Yeah, it's amazing, I think. Yeah. And yeah, 30th September 2014. Yeah, that's pretty early. early. Yeah. Yeah, so. Still finding voice there. Mildly spoilery yeah. for the next one. Yeah. A lot less so than that time that <laughs> Teeks forgot where one episode ended. <laughs> yeah. And the next began. Oh, the mayor, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, he told you that the mayor was going to kill. Kind of, yeah, yeah, try to kill Buffy. And you were like, this didn't happen. That happens like halfway through <laughs> so the other episode. Far in. Oh, Deeks. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, good times. All right. Well, what's coming up next episode, Michaela? Buffy. Never guess. She's going <laughs> to crawl out of her grave. Shut the fuck up. Front door, you know it. <laughs> And uh, japes will ensue. Yes, they will. The wackiest of oh, japes. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be wacky. Uh, there will be a conversation that made me question what time of day this was airing at. Oh. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm going to try to find out maybe in between then and now. All right. Because, yeah, one of the demons says some stuff that made me like wildly uncomfortable. And I'm like, this couldn't be happening oh. at 6 p.m. Oh, we'll actually have a segment about that. Great, good. I'm yeah. going to oh, do some man. research. Yeah, that's... Oh, you're right? like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear about anything to do with anyways. Okay. So yes, yeah. uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That is bargaining part two. Part two. Coming at you next week 
on Welcome to the Hellmouth. Yep. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yes. Until then, our listeners can find this episode up on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. All of our 12 pictures are going to be up on the Facebook page. There's a lot of doubles, guys. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. We'll have like 10 pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's great. You love them. You love the pictures. Everyone likes pictures. Uh, email is still beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com. And we can reach be reached personally on social. Oh. It, it's social with two L's. It's a decentralized social oh. network powered by... No, you'll never guess. I'll never one. guess. You'll never guess. No, the blockchain, blockchain yeah. Michaela. Great. Blockchain. Wow. I'm on there at social me maybe. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Man, I just have no idea what blockchain is. I, I'm, I'm not techman, sure that you do. And I yeah. know, honestly, <laughs> I was trying to write this and I was like, is it powered by the blockchain? Is it powered by a blockchain? Is it, what is, is a, it a blockchain? I don't even know what that is. Is it a block, maybe? I, is it a cryptocurrency? I, I don't, don't think it's a cryptocurrency. Oh, God. Okay. I'm on there at SoCal, SoCal. Very nice. And until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.